God. Let's have a heart to heart about your pride. Even though you're multi, I see that your soul don't look alive. The M's count different when babies are Y'all should know what that is by now. Pusha T, story of Adion. It's been a wild week in rap music. Uh, welcome back. It's episode nine of the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast with your favorite host, Asia Abstin. What's good, y'all? Um, I missed you. I missed last week. I had a crazy week in my personal life and just I couldn't get to you guys, but I loved you and I was thinking of you and I love you now and uh, just welcome back. Like, shout out to Push, King Push. This rap beef is wild. Like, Drizzy, ugh, he lost this one. Heavy. Don't debate me. Debate your moms. I mean, first of all, go do the dishes and then debate your moms. It's not up for discussion. It is what it is. I mean, King Push came for that man's curl pattern. You know how disrespectful you got to be to tell somebody their hair, they, they, they afro won't nap right? rude it's just rude like <sighs> shout out to push so I'm like invigorated off of this I mean this this is what rap is about it's about that battle it's about I'm better than you and you ain't gonna do shit about it like bottom line and um I mean push and Drake have had tension for years like this shit goes back way 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 forever it really started with Wayne and Pharrell and kind of underlying people weren't getting paid shenanigans so this shit is like 10 years old older than that really and then recently probably most recently um with Tuscan Leather from which Drake album was that you know the one where he was a baby on the cover the name escapes me but y'all know what I'm talking about but do your research it's it's been going down for a while and it kind of all boiled to a head last week when Pusha's Daytona album dropped the joint with um Whitney Houston's cocaine filled bathroom scene as the uh cover of the album and on the last track infrared push is talking about Drake just lightweight though lightweight kind of ghostwriting just just touching on um kind of the the smaller industry behind the scenes issues that he's having with him he's mentioned Quentin you know how that go and um clearly Drake was not with the shits he ain't a punk he's gonna respond and he broke out with the Duppy freestyle and it's a good track it really is um and he called him like the least talented nigga on his own label meanwhile designers on his label so you you, you tried him with that fam and um, but we all know that that's not true. If you're a Push fan at all, you know he's a monster, been a monster, always gonna be a monster. Like you don't fuck with a forty year old with braids from Virginia. You don't, you don't, cause they they're just savages. That's just who they are. And um, so Duppy Freestyle was good, whatever. And then Pusha drops the story of Adion. My God. It's just one of the rudest records I've heard in a long time. Like, this is not Jay-Z and Nas, fuck your baby mama, leave a condom on the baby seat days. Like, those days are behind us. So, this is as close um, as this generation is really getting. And he talked about Drake's dad. He talked about Drake's mom never being married. 
He talked about Drake's alleged baby with a porn star that he's hiding from the public. He talked about that man's curl pattern. I keep, I cannot get over the curl pattern. And one of the killer lines or, or killer parts of the story of Adion is um, my nigga 40. He had to go in on 40 like that. If you're a Drake fan at all, you know 40 is Drake's best friend, his producer, and um, he has multiple sclerosis. Uh, it's a genetic disease. That man's been sick forever, and he's going to be sick forever because there's no cure. And um, he was like, yo, that man dying. Like, how you going to talk about fam's friend like that? That's just, it's so, it's savage. It's, it's really terrible. And yet I love it, and I played it a hundred times. What does that say about me? <laughs> Don't judge me. But what did you guys think? Like, who do you think is winning the rap beef? I mean, we ain't heard from Drake in a couple of days. I've been in Vegas all weekend. I kept waiting to get the the re-up, the, the next verse. It ain't here. And I don't know if Drake is waiting on his new Scorpion album to drop, but I'm Upset just came out, a vibe. Yes, Indeed just came out, a vibe. So you in the studio. You dropping records. But I'm not getting a, we just got a no response. I thought them days were over. Drake definitely did say that once upon a time like say what you want you ain't getting a response out of me clearly that's not the case anymore because he did that shit with meek and he was not fucking around you know we played it a hundred times y'all was going to bed remember that how he ate meek alive how he murdered that man remember um and it was ovo fest so the memes was just playing in the background that shit was legend he's not doing that with push and he can't i mean Drake does not want to see push line for line. It just is what it is. And I'm a Drake fan. I'm coming from October's very own. I'm coming from so far gone days. I am a Drake fan. I have every Drake album. I listen to every Drake record, period. I fuck with him heavy. I pay to see his shows. But if we're going to go toe to toe, this is not the nigga you want to go with, honestly. And it's not even that push is, um, he's not like a crazy lyricist in that he's gonna eat anybody ever of all time no push just has a maturity in his rhymes that drake can't really match it just is what it is and that you know those things come with age and this man is he's grown as fuck he done seen a lot of things he done done a lot of things and a lot of people's names do not hold weight the way Pusha t's does and just his record in general of just not being a cornball ass nigga you know he doesn't have a lot of people coming for his neck for a reason he has lasted in this game so long for a reason so drake does not want to go toe-to-toe with push that way and i guess that's why we're not getting a response like yikes like sometimes it's better to just shut the fuck up i mean that's why me had to leave it alone you know damn well you ain't fucking with drake fam hang that up don't waste your time there's, there's no need. I don't even remember Meek's response. Like, I'm thinking about it right now. I, I can't even remember what record he came out with. I probably listened to it one time and never heard it again. But I know every line off that back to back. Everybody does. I mean, is that a world tour? Your girls tour? Like, ooh, savage. But Meek had to give that shit up. He knew better. Now, I know he's dying laughing somewhere in Philly right now. 
off of a uh, story of Adion, but Meek knew better. It's feeling like Drake knows better. I mean, you could respond on the album, but there's no point. Like, it's too late. You got to hit this shit off top. Like, that's what rap is about, especially if you're being accused of not writing your own rhymes. Like, you can't show up three months later with a diss track. It's over. It's already, Push already won. It's, it's curtains. It'll be your own funeral if you even readdress it. You got to either let the chopper spray or you got to let it go. Those are your two choices. I wonder if Drake does have a baby with the um, with homegirl, with the porn star. I mean, it's his business if he does. Like, you ain't got to put your kids on display. It doesn't make him a dad be dad. But I'm definitely curious to know. And then oh, push with the excuse me, push with the savagery of using Drake's old blackface photo shoot. Now, that did touch Drake because, you know, he hopped on Instagram. He released a statement saying, like, the blackface photos are not what they appear, and it was supposed to be an artistic take on, um, you know, the duality of being biracial and, and suffering as a black actor, blah, 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 blah. And I totally get it. And I understand what Drake was trying to say, what his message was then and now. Once you put the photos in some context, they make sense. It's not just um, blackface, which is unexcusable. That You get canceled for that. Everybody knows that. It is deeper than that. But in this internet, excuse me, internet age, these kids don't want to hear that shit. All they know is you canceled. They're not interested. Push murdered you on the beat period and anybody who's saying that drake won this is just a stand and you full of shit and you don't know king push go back to the clips get with it stop what you're doing right now i mean finish listening to the show get with that hell hath no fury and see if you don't feel different go back to grinding days go back to malice malice also a savage i don't even know why did malice quit rapping i read about this in the fucking source of all magazines that's how y'all know i'm um not 21 but I can't remember right now like it's escaping me but um shout out to push shout out to push shout out to fucking push like you brought that man fiance in it that's it he was done after that like don't don't bring my girl into shit because now I gotta annihilate your moms and your baby mom and your dad and let the chopper spray on everybody and I mean you know on one hand like you feel like children and, and parents and sick friends shouldn't be kind of par for the course on the other hand let whatever fuck it it's whatever it's whatever that's the type of fighter I am it's whatever there is no boundary there are no lines whatever I need to do to win I'm winning period period the record will show that I won and you know I I was I fuck with that heavy I respect that you can't let that man annihilate you he sent you an invoice for career reviving. The disrespect. The disrespect. The nerve. So, nah, after that, it's curtains. Like, whatever. And then you started it, like, bringing Ye into it. Ye ain't got shit to do with this. Ye chilling. Ye got issues of his own, okay? He trying to work on his own album. He got three fucking kids. Like, he busy. You niggas could beef with this shit and leave Yeezy out of it. So, it was only fair. That he brought 40 into it. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, you should have thought about that. So, um, you know, I'm really excited to see what happens next. 
I'm hoping that there's more to the story. Uh, just today I was scrolling through my feed and um, what festival? Oh, at the governor's ball. Pusha was at the governor's ball performing and the crowd started screaming, fuck Drake. Now y'all being a little extra, we all know Drake is, says Dios, he is. That nigga has been consecutively forever and um, he Drake ain't going nowhere, period. That's just not happening. Like y'all can hang that up. All that fuck Drake is pointless because every single one of us is finna vibe to nice for what, finna vibe to I'm upset, finna vibe to yes indeed, finna vibe to the whole Scorpion album. He's going on to Amigos. Every goddamn self and show is gonna be sold out. So there's no need for the shenanigans. But it is wild to see um just how quickly people will turn on you. Like in a minute. As soon as somebody has something to say, they will just hop on the bandwagon like crazy. Whew. I couldn't wait to talk to y'all about this shit. Like, remember when 50 Cent and Ja Rule was getting into it heavy? Man, how old was I? I was super young when that was going on. I'll never forget that. And, like, 50 Cent literally, single-handedly took Ja Rule's entire fucking career. Like, he just dismantled it. He just broke it apart. Ja Rule never recovered. I mean, and 50's been a bully ever since. Like, he went heavy with Ross like that, but Ross ain't a fuck nigga, so (laughs) that wasn't going down. It's just... This hip-hop beef shit is not a joke. Careers get ended every day. Meek Mill still ain't recovered. I mean, I'm a vibe to a Meek song in the club, but do I respect him the way, you know, he probably wishes just wishes the general public did? No, because you got annihilated, dog. Like, you're done. Hang it up. Oh, God, what a good weekend rap, y'all. But anyway, in other news, so I just got back from Vegas um, like an hour ago. And the first thing I did was hop on the mic because I missed you guys so much. Um, Shout out to Vegas. Vegas is like one of my favorite cities in the entire world. And y'all know I travel a lot. I stayed at the Wynn um, Encore Suites at the Wynn. Killed it at Encore Beach Club. Killed it at Liquid. Got so day drunk that I didn't make it out to the club that night. Which is ridiculous because I keep trying to get back to Dre's after hours. And I never make it because I get day drunk. But when it's like 300 degrees outside and you having 42 shots, the sun just is not, you're not going out. You're not going out. That outfit, you might as well put that shit up because you're not going to make it. The pool party was ridiculous. And I had an unlimited tab, so you know how that go. Like, shout out to the love I got on that tab, like. I'm feeling blessed. I appreciate the love I get out in Vegas. Um, Liquid pool party, Encore Beach Club. Next time you make it to Vegas, go to both of those and tell them that Asia sent you from the Get Rich or Get Drunk Trying podcast. They will know exactly what that means. So it was like 108 degrees and only went for 48 hours. That's all you need. If you a real G, you can do Vegas in 48 hours. Like you can show up show out and get day drunk and crush Vegas. So one of the first stops on my Vegas tour, my 48 hour in Vegas tour was the JLo show. Um, JLo has a residency that she does in the Planet Hollywood Hotel and Casino. It's called All I Have. 
And I was excited to see her. Because she's so beautiful, she actually is my fashion icon. So I was pumped to see J-Lo. But I didn't even know how good that show was going to be. That show was fantastic. She crushed it. J-Lo's like 77 years old, stunting, honey, looking better than these 22-year-olds, face snatched, titties high, ass poking, no waist whatsoever, booming. She looked amazing. Every single costume was better than the last. The dancers were on point. Choreography booming. Giuseppe Stilettos bedazzled down. Gucci down to the socks. Like, not a hair out of place. She she crushed it. That's it. She crushed it. And I'm a Beyonce fan. So, I hold performers up to way higher standards than everybody else. That's why all y'all favorites are trash. I mean, just to, you know, just to be blunt, all y'all favorites are trash. Because, you know, they can dance but they can't sing or they can sing and they can't dance or they can do both, but they can't put on a show. You know, you ready to go get popcorn in the middle of it, like begging for intermission. So y'all faves are garbage except for Beyonce, obviously. And your faves could never fuck with her. Everybody knows this, but JLo actually showed out. She may be the second best concert um, performer that I've ever seen live, female for sure. Um, she crushed it. There were feathers and diamonds and cute boys and set changes, and there was no lull in the show whatsoever. And let me get y'all the gag, because I was shook. Her microphone was on. I mean, like live. Now, granted, she for sure probably sang, you know, over a track, but her microphone was on and she sounded good. Mariah Carey microphone ain't been on in eight years and she still sounds terrible. Britney Spears don't even wear a microphone. They don't even give her a microphone when she go out there. So to see J-Lo give you razzle dazzle, full choreography, feather boas, diamonds and rhinestones, 42 inch weave. Bitch, she's late and she's 78 years old. So shout out to J-Lo. So the next time you are in Vegas, do what you need to do to get to that damn J-Lo show. Now, the tickets was like $8,000. I'm not going to lie. It was absolutely ridiculous. But it honestly was worth it. If you have two hours between now and September 29th, which is the final run of her show, take your ass to see J-Lo. It was wild, too, because I guess Gwen Stefani has a residency. Who the fuck? No shade. Wait a minute. No shade. But who the fuck is going to see Gwen Stefani do two hours of what? Of of what? And I like me a good old Gwen Stefani song like anybody else. But do she got bangers like that that you want to go sit and see her for $200 for two hours? What is she going to do? What is it? Is, I mean, what's her boyfriend's name? Blake something? Blake, um, I almost said Blake Griffin, y'all. Fuck me. Uh, I can't think of homeboy name. But is he on the show? Is it is something else? Who is Fergie gonna be there? You gotta put. Let me. Who would I have to go see for Gwen Stefani? It would have to be Gwen Stefani, Fergie. What's the other cute white girl? Mm, like Nelly Furtado. We're gonna have to bring some bitches back from the dead because 
there's just no way. Them Gwen Stefani tickets would have to be free, uh, first of all, and with drink tickets and a flight. Because who is going to see Gwen Stefani? Y'all play too much. Like, she is a scam artist for even – who even – boy. So, J-Lo leaving and y'all bring Gwen Stefani? It's just a scam. You know what? Speaking of, that's what's keeping J-Lo so goddamn snatched. I mean, she keeps a man, a cute, wealthy – man on deck at all times and I respect that and that is why she is so young and vibrant and stunning I actually met her one time y'all at my job well at the valet at my job and I was absolutely shook and speechless literally and um she told me she liked my ponytail and um yeah it was pretty fucking miraculous and she was with A-Rod and they looked so cute they was in love it was beautiful Oh, anyway, back to Vegas. So I'm at liquid pool party getting lit.com. It's 114 degrees outside. Then I ran into these like bachelor. No, were they? No, no, no. I'm sorry. These birthday girls from Houston. Shout out to them. I told them I would shout them out on the show. They were amazing. We probably did like six rounds of shots. Y'all got to drink responsibly. I got to drink responsibly. I need to have more water when I'm drinking because I've been beyond. <laughs> Y'all remember the Cinco de Mayo episode, but that did not happen at all whatsoever. I stayed um, fully in control of myself, and then I took my ass home and went to sleep like a fucking loser. I was in Vegas on a Saturday night sleep at like 6 o'clock because I was t- metro booming from the day party and then I got in the bed and watched James Bond and ordered lobster quesadillas and chocolate covered strawberries and a bottle of Vuv and just chilled in my room with sleep and went to Four Seasons brunch in the morning and then I came back here to y'all so you know but I've been doing Vegas since I was 18 so I've been there done that wrote a book about it damn near moved to Vegas so Vegas is my kind of fucking town if anybody ever wants to go back to Vegas I'm fully available let me know what the play is i'm down oh man that was enough of a recap for you guys i love you all i gotta um i gotta hit you with a drink and this drink i had in the wind hotel which was spectacular it was my first time staying there definitely fuck with the wind um hotel next time you're in vegas but what i had was a blackberry urban collins um or bourbon blackberry collins call it whichever way you like to call it and it was spectacular and you know what i like about this type of recipe that i want you guys to keep in mind is that you can switch this up very easily like use kind of the bones of the recipe and mix and match it the way you want to that's what we do on get rich or get drunk trying when in doubt mix and match Fake it till you make it. And nine times out of ten, it's going to come out delicious. Why? Because Asia told you to make it. So this one's super simple. You just need blackberries, bourbon, lemon juice, simple syrup, and ice. I mean, you metro boom. Oh, and club soda, of course. So super simple. In a cocktail shaker, muddle three blackberries, add ice, bourbon, lemon juice, simple syrup, and shake well. So to be a bit more specific, when I say bourbon, I mean bullet, okay? That's what I like. Everybody know I like bullet. Come on. Lemon juice, mm, maybe three quarters of an ounce. 
and a full ounce of simple syrup, which is just sugar and water. Don't be DMing me, asking me what simple syrup is. Thanks. Shake and strain into a chilled ice-filled Collins glass. Put some fresh ice in there. Top it with club soda and garnish with a blackberry and boom. Like you have a super simple, delicious kind of um, summery drink. And that is a bourbon blackberry Collins. So if you don't like blackberries, it's cool. You can make it with raspberries. Um, another dope kind of combination would be like cherries. But if you do cherries, probably do rum. Like that'd be fire. Maybe I'll make that. I'm with that. But that is your get rich or get drunk trying cocktail tip of the day and of course we got to go the financial route especially in vegas because vegas oh man the money the luxury of vegas always makes me so happy like when we were at the pool at um encore beach club they have in their menu um like champagne showers and y'all know i'm about that action like that has my name all over it. I would never get one and I don't want anybody I'm with to ever get one. But champagne showers are the shit. So if you don't don't know what a champagne shower is, long story short, six bad bitches will come out with $5 bottles of champagne like Corbell, some cheap shit that you get from like Costco. And they will literally shake champagne up and pour it all over you. This has happened to me several times. I enjoy it. I wind up with red eyes from having champagne in my eyes, in my fucking weave, like in your shoes. It's crazy. And um, at Encore, they have like six options. And um, I took a picture of it, guys. I will post it to the show note. Oh, excuse me, show notes. I'll put it on Instagram too. And um, the most expensive champagne shower that they have is called a midlife crisis. So you got to get a Methuselah bottle of Dom Perignon Rosé White Gold. And um, that bottle's gigantic. It's I'm 5'3". The bottle's like my size. It's like gallons of Dom Perignon. And then you get 30 bottles of the bullshit champagne sprayed all over you. And it also comes with a Harley, David motor, Harley Davidson motorcycle. That's why they call it a midlife crisis. And that champagne shower is 150 racks. Now, it seems like something you would just put on the, you know, on the menu to get attention. It ain't. This is Vegas. People buy shit like this. It really happens, which is to double back. What makes me think of getting rich constantly because there's just so much money in this world and I am going to get every goddamn dime of it that I can. And I want my crew, my followers, my my people, my listeners to get in on the money too. It's not again. It's just too much out here for us not to be balling. So like, don't play with me when I tell you about these get rich tips. So today's get rich tip is a really simple one. And it's just about having an accountability partner when it comes to your finances. You know how they have like accountability partners with, um, you know, like health and fitness or, or weight loss issues or, um, you know, if you have a, a problem with an addiction or something like that, often they will suggest an accountability partner. And this is what I want you guys to do for your finances. Grab a girlfriend, do this with your spouse, and sit down and go over your finances and what your financial goals are and stay on track. You know, call that friend and say, you know, how much money did you spend this week on bullshit? Or how much did you save? 
And how much did you put towards paying down your debt? Okay, but you said you were going to put down 500 You only put down 100 Oh, but you bought some shoes? Okay, I see you not focused. I mean, these type of things happen. And it could be a teeny tiny goal or it could be a huge one. You could get one accountability partner or five. Whatever you need to do. And, and you have to do that for that person too. You can't expect them to help you out and you're not doing the same. Help them keep track of their goals. They're going to help you keep track of yours and the money will grow. And when you change your attitude about money and you see that money start to pile up, you want to do better. You want to do more. You don't want to just save. You want to invest. And that is where the money grows. And um, that's my get rich tip for you guys because that's what I'm doing and my money's growing and I want yours to grow. But I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for being with me and missing out. Last week, I told you I was going to be back. I've got a dope episode coming for you next week. I'm already working on it because I don't ever want to miss another week with you guys. Um, so email me again. It's Asia at GetRichOrGetDrunkTrying.com, which is the website. Y'all know how to find me on Twitter. You should know how to find me on Instagram. It's at get rich or get drunk trying on every single platform make sure you subscribe so you never ever miss an episode make sure you leave a review because i want to hear what you guys have to say i love you so much and i will catch you next week and i better have a drake diss track for y'all because if i don't i just don't know we're gonna be going to this funeral love y'all see you next week bye